The Planter's Place podcast is brought to you by Osmocote, the planter's plant food. I'm Amy Griesack, a garden writer in Great Falls, Montana. Before you decide on what to plant this year, I want to talk to you a little bit about the difference between heirloom and hybrid fruits and vegetables so you can decide what will work the best for you. Heirlooms are all the rage lately. They have fantastic histories and great names such as the Mortgage Lifter Tomato or the Lazy Wife Bean, which was one of the first stringless green beans to hit the market. They're fun to grow because of their oftentimes unusual shapes and sizes and are a lot of times a really good contestant in the freakiest vegetable contest at the fair. A lot of times too they do have a better flavor than their hybrid counterparts simply because they're not bred to travel across the country without bruising. But as heirlooms grow in popularity there are more misconceptions about hybrids. The number one mistake people think is thinking that hybrids are equivalent or at least related to the GMOs, which are the genetically modified organisms. These are plants that have foreign genes, such as a bacterium or a fish gene, incorporated into their genetic makeup. Now, over the years, scientists discovered by using these genes, they can make the crop disease-resistant, pest-resistant, or even immune to the effects of herbicide. For example, if a farmer plants a field of GM corn, he can spray it with an herbicide and it'll kill the weeds but not the corn. While this sounds absolutely spectacular on the surface, there are definitely growing concerns through groups around the world about the long-term implications. And as more people are reading on the GM crops and are uncertain about their safety, they want to avoid them if at all possible. And this is why people oftentimes confuse GM crops with hybrids, but there couldn't be anything farther from the truth. Hybrids are made the old-fashioned way. You take two plants with desirable characteristics, breed them, and see if their offspring carry on the qualities you want. Sometimes this could take hundreds of tries, and this is pretty much summing it up in a pretty neat nutshell, but that's basically how it happens. Hybridization occurs naturally but the plant breeders simply speed up the process and they can be selective about what qualities they want to emphasize. Now, as far as the definition of an heirloom, it's an open pollinated variety that's been around at least 50 years. There's some argument it should be 100 years, but that's definitely open for debate. The key to the heirlooms is that they are an open pollinated variety. This means the offspring will be the same as the parents the next season. For example, when I plant my stew peach tomatoes, a Czechoslovakian heirloom that I love, I often save the seed in the fall. This way I can be sure the next year I'll grow the same stew peach and not some weird variant. Now if I tried to save the seeds from a hybrid, who knows what I'm going to get the next year. It's going to be completely different than anything I started with. So for those wishing to save their own seeds, whether you are wanting to save a true high heirloom seed or one of the newer varieties, you have to look for an open pollinated cultivar. But once you get the hang of being able to save your seed, knowing what you can save and what you cannot and how to go about it, the nice thing is, is you have a practically unlimited supply. Not only can you theoretically save on your seed cost order each year, unless you're like me who simply buys different varieties to try them out, but you can ensure that you'll always have the varieties you like. So many times with catalogs, if you've been ordering for many, many years, you'll have certain varieties that you look for in a certain catalog, 
but some years they won't have them. And it won't be because of crop failure. It will be just because they lost in popularity or new ones bump them out. So when you can grow an open pollinated variety that you do like and save the seed, this way you'd know you'll always have what you like. But hybrids definitely have their place. Over the years, they've been bred to have the best characteristics of their parent plants. This might mean being able to try travel long distances which is dandy for the commercial market, but it's not great for the home gardener who actually wants their vegetables to taste good. It also means that some are bred for a unique and oftentimes exceptional flavor. They'll typically have uniform size, and most importantly, many are bred specifically for disease resistance. A lot of the heirlooms are very vulnerable to blights and other diseases, and it's a definite issue in some parts of the country. I grow both heirlooms and hybrids. I grow the Hungarian medium hot block peppers that have been grown on my family's farm as long as I can remember because I can't find the seed anywhere else. When I was growing up in Ohio, we always had them and we always pickled them and you take it for granted. When I moved to Montana, no one knew anything about it. So I got seed from the farm and I've been growing it out ever since. But I also grow dozens of a hybrid pepper called Carmen because they're the best sweet pepper I've ever tasted in my life. There's no way I'm going to give them up because they're a hybrid. So the bottom line is, is don't be afraid of hybrids. They're perfectly safe and there's a reason that they're out there. My best advice is to talk to other gardeners in your area and see what grows well. You can also sample varieties at the farmer's markets. Growers are usually very happy to brag about their favorites. And then just try some of each. Grow some of the heirlooms that people recommend and some of the hybrids that others recommend and see what you like the best. So the most important thing though is just to have fun, enjoy the varieties that we have, both the heirloom and the hybrids, and get out there and grow. To learn more from our gardening experts, join the community at plantersplace.com. And be sure to like Osmocote Plant Food on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in to the Planters Place podcast.